Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Alberto Calderon, on this Star Wars Saturday. And what an episode we have for you guys today. I'm joined by our friend, our co-host, Oti. Oti, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I got a haircut. So you got a haircut. You got a blurred background back there. Because I have a mess behind me. <laughs> yeah, we Just know. like last week. <laughs> but who's not a mess? It's our guest. <laughs> Lauren Romo, how are you doing, Lauren? Thanks for joining us today. I don't know if I'm not a mess, but I appreciate the sentiment. I'm, I'm doing good, my friends. I can't wait to talk some Star Wars with you guys. Obviously, you guys were on my show recently. Yes. So I love the synergy we have been going uh, the last few weeks. So yeah, let's let's do this, man. I'm excited. Excited yeah, to talk I'm, about it. I told you last week when I was there, it was a pleasure. Galactic Podcast was one of those podcasts that I kind of gravitated too, when I started my own show. So thank you for having me. I'm sure Oti has kind of words to say also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a massive blast, even though I was just like high on Tylenol because I was just like <laughs> taking off the COVID. And but yeah, no, we, we had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great. All of you, everyone, it's awesome. And we're going to have a great show today, not just talking about Andor, we have a couple of news topics to talk about. And at the end, when we go to a war between fandoms, Black Panther, we have to talk about mm-hmm. Black Panther, Namor, Imperus Rex, Wakanda Forever, so much to talk about. Hola. Ooh, Roberto's here. Hey, hey Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, Andrew from Outer Rim Reads was supposed to join us today, but he let me know yesterday he's been struck down with the flu for the past week. It's been going around and it's hitting people hard, so. Get your shots, people. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And as always, if you're joining us today, thank you for being here. Make sure that you subscribe to our show so you don't miss any of new episodes when they drop. Like this video. And if you're watching this today on the replay, make sure to leave us a comment down below what you thought on Andor, Black Panther, and all the topics we'll be covering today. And if you're listening to this on the audio podcast when it drops later in the week, also thank you. And just give us a rating, a review. Those always help and always nice to read. And if you're on Twitter, we're still there. I don't know till when, but we'll be on Twitter till we get kicked out. I, 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 I hope Twitter like holds on, not because I'm rooting for this dude, but because <laughs> I just can't understand Mastodon. Like, I, have you tried? So I have not. I, I've even tried. It. I've heard confusion. I, like I, I anybody created, that's ever talked about it, yeah, mm, Odie. Like, so they're I, like, I cre- no. <laughs> I created an account, and the two servers that um, Andres and Amy recommended. I couldn't join. Like, it said, <laughs> oh, no, we're not accepting new people. I'm like, okay, cool. So I saw like some <laughs> other servers that I joined. I have no idea how it works. I can't find anyone. It's a whole mess. No, I, I'm just, again, like you're saying and everyone tweeting it out. I'm like, no, I'm not going to waste my time on this because it's too confusing. Oh, creating server, just give me an app. I put my name on it and I search for people. It doesn't seem that difficult, but it, it, it's kind of like if Discord and Twitter had a baby. Oh, kind of, kind of works like that. That's interesting. I, I really hope that with the influx of people, maybe they work on it and yeah. we get like a better product. Because mm-hmm. I really don't. And people, people seem to love it, but I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I signed up for the beta oh. of the the blue sky, the one that the old Twitter 
Look who's here. Ooh, Andrew's here. Oh, who's hey, like Andrew. you? are feeling better, Andrew. Also high on meds. Is that going to be our new thing for everyone that joins but, us? <laughs> by the way, quick pause, Lauren, because I forgot to tell you on the day I was on your podcast, but um, that episode of Casterly Talk you, you guys did, uh, mm -hmm. recapping um, uh, House of the Dragon, yeah. I just want to say that that made my night because that was one of the nights where I couldn't sleep because of the, the cough. So I was mm -hmm. just like sitting in the bathroom watching Casterly Talk. I'm like, <laughs> Hey, that's Lauren. Awesome. <laughs> I know her. Yeah, we we have a lot of fun. I, I've I've had the honor of you know uh, going on that show a few times, and you know obviously Ken and um, Alden are two of the best uh, in the biz, in uh, my they, personal they opinion. Yeah, so uh, it's always an honor, always a good time going on casually talk, and yeah, I mean go go if you guys obviously watch Raider Rebellion, go check out Casually Talk too for some uh, House of the Dragon, and they do Lord of the Rings, um, Rings of Power stuff, too. Yeah. So S small, small, uh, you know, throw <laughs> yeah. out to yeah, shout out to Cats with Talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. As always, guys, make sure that you're helping out with the Amidala Initiative for Equality Texas with where you can. The uh, midterms just passed. Hopefully, everyone out there voted. A lot of good happened. A lot we're of, not done. We're not done. We're not done in a lot of places. On somewhere. Florida, unfortunately, <laughs> is done, but yep. there were no hopes for any changes here. I mean, Charlie Chris, come on, you couldn't pick someone worse. But anyway, <laughs> the National Network of Abortion Funds and the Watch Choice Fundraiser. And as always, if you can help out our home country of Puerto Rico for me and not the other hurt they've been having over there with all the hurricanes. Thank God this year they only got one. Again, it was a pretty bad one, but it wasn't too bad in terms of the whole uh, season, hurricane season. But I, I think we're ready. Oti, anyone else in the chat oh, before we jump into no, some Star have, Wars? We have Nick in the chat. Nick, Nick, Nick in the house. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, not the chat. Alberto's uh, Roberto's also having Mastodon issues. <laughs> Mo, as always, is in the Ooh, chat. Mo. Yeah, like I was saying, I signed up for the Blue Sky Beta, which is the guy that used to run Twitter. He's doing his own. Oh, I'm going to have so, to do that then. Yeah, I'll have to check a look again, at it. And I don't know if I'll use it. It might be just as complicated, but we'll see. But we're not here to talk about media and whatever. If you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars and Star Wars news. Star Wars news. There's a Macedon server that if you guys... <laughs> okay, I gotta do it. It's been a while. I gotta do it. All right, he's gone. <laughs> Lauren, thank you for What's going me. on? <laughs> yeah, all right. He's back. No, wait. Let me make sure. There Ma you go. He's Maggie, was, Maggie was dying to kick me out yesterday. <laughs> I just kept throwing weird, weird theories into the, the conversation, which I'll yeah. probably do here today. So. Yeah, well, they, they don't record live. I could just kick you out. You got the link. You can come back. That's the only thing. I have power mm. to just. Anyway, <laughs> the Acolyte. There's brand new news. The Acolyte, the new Star Wars series. We got the cast, Amanda Steinberg, Lujan J, Manny Jacinto, Daphne King, Julie Turner-Smith, Rebecca Henderson, and I can see the other names, but Trinity's down there. Sorry for the other two actors that got caught. Carrie Ann Moss, Oti, we've talked about the Acolyte. This is the High Republic. There was a quick synopsis that I didn't write down, but it's a mystery thriller at the end of the High Republic with a former Padawan reuniting with her Jedi Master to solve this mystery of the dark side, but it's a lot worse than they think. Mm -hmm. You're hearing this, you've seen the cast. 
What are your thoughts on it, Otti? It reminds me a lot of Trail of Shadows. You know, based Ooh, on the yes. setup, I'm pretty sure it's going to be very different because I don't, I don't expect the leveler to play a role in any of this. <laughs> if he does, like somebody's going to have to like literally yeah. put me in a coma because I won't be able to deal with it. <laughs> um, so, okay, the Acolyte. Oh, man, there's so much I want to say about it. I, the cast really has me excited. Like that yeah. Car Carrion Moss. Like that, oh, rubber, I don't know like, where. Oh my god! Like mm -hmm. Trinity herself is gonna be mm -hmm. in the show, <laughs> so I, I'm very excited. I'm very excited with Amandala. I watched uh, Bodies, 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 mm -hmm. and Amandala was phenomenal in that movie. That movie's great. Like it's yeah. so weird. It's a great spin on the on the uh, on the killer uh, horror movie, slasher, but, yeah, slasher, slasher so, thrillers, yeah, you, slasher mm -hmm. thriller, but. Um, I'm very excited by the cast. I'm very excited. Leslie Hetland. Every time we hear Leslie Hetland say anything about Star yeah. Wars, I get excited because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes, you, you, you <laughs> definitely get it. Like that 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 thing um, mentioned um, with uh, I, I don't like individual movies. I like Star Wars. That was me as a yeah. kid. Like that was <laughs> me as a as a, when people were telling me the prequels were bad. I'm like, it's it's a whole story. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I'm really, really dying to see what they're cooking up, and if they're starting production now, maybe I'd expect something by celebration, like uh, oh. teaser or something. But probably early 2024, we'll be getting something. 2024 is gonna be too much for us. Ooh. We're getting most likely the Acolyte, Andor season two, House of the Dragon, and Rings of Power season two. At least, and something else because Star Wars drops around three. And mm -hmm. by that time, I'll be ex probably Mando four by twenty twenty four, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but by that time, the end of it. could be Boba Fett season two. Maybe, maybe. But yeah. I, I really expect them to like be wrapping up for a movie by twenty twenty four. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we'll if the. Damon Lindelof movie starts. Isn't that supposed to be 2025? So we should be getting something. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. No, you're done. All right. Uh, Lauren, uh, were you excited <laughs> for the Acolyte when this was announced two years ago, basically? Mm -hmm. And now getting the cast, a little bit more information. There was a behind the scenes photo that they also showed. Yeah. I kind of started getting, at least I got interested, real sets. I know people go crazy talking about real sets and. Mm -hmm. The volume, but just the acolyte, Lauren. Where were you before this announcement? And now that you know the cast a little bit more about what the story is going to be, where, where's your hype level at? Yeah, I think when they announced it two, yeah, was it like two years ago now? Yeah. I mean, I, the premise of, you know, it was very, very kind of high, end of High Republic going into the Phantom Menace is kind of what we were hearing about mm -hmm. back then. So, and we know the Acolytes, we, as, as book readers, as Star Wars fans, we kind of know there's more of a dark side Sith attached to that. So it very much was in my wheelhouse of, okay, this is interesting. We're not going to get, you know, Jedi, maybe we're going to focus on the dark side. And then now with the, first of all, the cast, I mean, Odie, you said it. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I diversity and just some stellar, 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 stellar casting i mean and was it um uh what is her name Doo -doo 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 -doo. carrie Ann moss trinity yeah. i mean i 
Star Wars, yes. Like I can't wait to see what she does. She has she could play like a, a a Jedi, she could play a Sith. She has that kind of for me that look of she could play kind of anything, you know. So I'm I'm excited. I cannot can't wait. I can't wait for the show. I, I think it was all in him tweeted like Carrie Ann Moss as a scoundrel, Carrie Ann Moss as a Jedi, Carrie Ann Moss as a senator. <laughs> like possibly she, she could play any of that, and that's the yeah. beauty of it of that casting. Like you could see her in any type of role and a she's gonna nail it like what can't wait to see what they do but yeah i think moving forward now now that we know it's more of a you know they're calling it a mystery thriller you know and that's mm -hmm. going to you know kind of get towards the final days of the high republic era and we're getting like a former that's what kind of hit me as former padawan so like what does that mean like did they leave the jedi order for a reason I mean, and then they meet up, up with their old master to solve a crime. I, oh, I mean, again, wheel spin on just the 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 potential of this show, and then you kind of juxtapose it with Andor. Andor is very political thriller, very kind of roots grass Star Wars show, right? We don't get a lot of Jedi Sith stuff, and if that's not your cup of tea, that's cool, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're gonna have your show of where it's gonna be about. Jedi Sith, it seems like, right? We're gonna get that kind of more of that Star Warsy feel. If that's your cup of tea, I think Acolyte is going to be your show. I, that's just my prediction for sure. Yeah, this is this is made for me, right? Uh, we've talked about how excited I've been for this after reading Shadow of the Sith. They talk about the Acolyte Shadow Beyond. I have no mm -hmm. idea if this is going to be related, but anything has to do with the dark side and all the different ways people kind of manipulate it. I'm just fascinated by it. And like you said, Lauren, this former Padawan, we don't know if this Padawan, which I'm guessing is Amanda Steinberg's character, is right. joining the Jedi, like trying to come back to the Order. If she just meets with her former master, but she's not a Jedi, she's just a Force user at this point. Uh, we've seen in the High Republic, a couple of Jedi leave the Order for different reasons. We don't know if they're coming back, they're taking the Barash Vow, they're those uh, Wayseeker Jedis. And we had a few that just decided, I can't keep following the order, I'm leaving. <laughs> None of them are Padawan. And we know, unfortunately, Keith Trennis most likely will be gone by the end of this. Again, she's not a Padawan anymore. So this seems to be a new character. Also kind of tells us that the High Republic publishing is coming to an end. If this is at the end of the High Republic, I'm thinking this is the High Republic publishing, all the books are gonna end at some point, early 2024 right before this starts. And that's kind of been my thought on it for a while. But no, it's all about the cast. All of them look great. They fit the bill for a bunch of different characters, like mm -hmm. you said. And I, I can't be more excited for this. And like you said, Oti, I'm really hoping by the time Celebration London comes out, which is in March or April of next year, we get something else on behind the scenes. Uh, the caster to talk a little bit about it. Very excited for it. Yeah. I I just want to just like brief comment, like, because I've seen conversations around this and I really want people to tune their expectations because I think some people think that the High Republic um, publishing initiative is leading to this. And I don't think, oh, <laughs> come on, don't make me slap you. To be honest, I think that this being in the high republic is a high is a happy accident honestly mm -hmm. i i think she, i, I kind of agree with you Odie, i think yeah. leslie hetland went there she pitched uh the show 
And they went like, this sounds great. And then when the High Republic kicked off, they were like, wait a minute. This kind of like adds up. Because I've seen the conversations of what if Amandala is Keeve? What if Trinity, what if uh, uh, Carrie Ann Moss is uh, Orla? And like timeline wise, that's kind of weird because we're like 150 years after the books. But also like, I, I don't really see it like, going I, maybe now they're having conversations but i don't think the luminous writers were there with leslie hetland when they pitched the show like mm-hmm. I, I don't really think that happened i i kind of agree odie if i can you know I, I i definitely agree i don't think it shows that they are planning like this was like the plan all along like this is where the high republic era was going to end i think it's just like a happy accident like you said of where they're putting it so i think what is it like 50 years ish before the Phantom Menace is where this is supposed like a, to take like around or a hundred. Oh, okay, somewhere around there. So we know that, you know, the first phase was what? Um, 250. Two, 250, right? So we still have kind of that, obviously, a, a big gap. 250 years is a big gap mm-hmm. for them to still play within the High Republic era as far as the book initiative and everything like that. Honestly, I think I'm, I'm with again, Odie. I think I think you're right. When Leslie pitched this pie idea, it was probably more for the like I want to kind of play in the prequel era ish, and then they're like, okay, we can kind of do that, but then we'll kind of have it at the end of this other era that we're kind of you know starting. So I th- I think it works. It's synergy for sure, but I don't think it's super connected to the book initiative. I, yeah. I mean, I just I just don't, but I, I would love it, though. I mean, I know, Alberto, you might feel different, but I would love it. I mean, I'd love it if it was, but I don't know if it's going to be, though, unfortunately. I'm about to kick both of you guys out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, just, just I want to say, I, will, I would never slap Alberto. It's just me being the you know, <laughs> as I am. Maybe when, if we ever meet someday in person, then you'll... I, I remember would never slap a year ago... <laughs> I'm too old to get out of the way anyways. No, I, <laughs> I don't think that the characters that we've met already will play a prominent part on the show, but I think they'll make the connections. Even if this was pitched as something oh, yeah, else, there'll be that. some connection. Like you, I don't expect the level to be there at this point by 80, 80 years, 100 years. I mean, it would be freaking nice to see that level. It would be insane. <laughs> or I, whatever you want to call him. But I think there'll be connections. Uh, there's also the speculation: is this going to be the story of Plagueis? Is Plagueis going to have some something to play here? Which I wouldn't be against it. So we'll see. Oh, there were people saying in the chat about the Acolyte before we move on. So uh, uh, Roberto's um, very excited by the cast. He's mm-hmm. also leaving to watch uh, What Kind of Forever. Ooh, so- yeah, Kind of Forever. Um, yeah. So. Um, Andrew, he says he loves a, a good Star Wars mystery. Mm-hmm. We also have Brennan from Turner's They oh, Were Not. Yeah, hey, Brennan. He's also here. And Brennan. Yeah. A lot of love for Roberto and Wakanda Forever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and come back, Roberto. We're going to be doing our spoiler review after at the end of the day. And thanks to Pace Turner's They Were Not. They subscribed to our channel yesterday or this morning. So thank you for subscribing. You, yeah. All right, so let's move on. And I don't have a graphic for this, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so Sean Levi doing a Star Wars movie. Sean Levi from the Deadpool fame, uh, Stranger <laughs> Things, Free Guy, and what's the last one? The, the Adam other Project. Oh, okay. Yeah, so very 
<laughs> like a very diverse movies that he has. Is I am I am DB is very diverse. So I'm kind of because I'm I enjoy the Deadpool movies. I didn't fall head over heels like a lot of people did when they came out because I didn't watch. I watched them when they dropped on Disney Plus like four months ago. That's when oh, I watched them. Sorry. Okay. I think we talked about this. Yes, I think so. But so I've already seen Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad and uh, The Boys. So these R-rated comic book movies are nothing new to me right now. So when I watched Deadpool, it's like it's not novel. So I enjoyed it, but I didn't love them. I really love Free Guy. Adam's project, I was okay with it. I didn't love it that much. So I don't know where I fall right now. Uh, he did come out and tweet that his kid self will be dying and also his adult self. So it's kind of confirmed at this one, which is a surprise. So this is going to happen. But Oti, we just said that the Damon Lindelof, maybe 2025. Uh, Sean Levi is doing Deadpool 3 next to come out 2024. So this, I don't see this at least 2026, 2027 mm -hmm. at the earliest. Yeah. Where, where are you? You had, you made some faces when we were talking about Sean Levi. Where are you at? <laughs> so I, I have nothing against him. Um, if he wanted to, bring, if he wants to bring Ryan Reynolds into Star Wars, <laughs> come right ahead. That would probably take me out of the movie, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so the reason I'm making faces is like. Lucasfilm has said nothing. Like this mm -hmm. is just uh, the the trades, and he kind of confirmed it. So I'm like, if Lucasfilm has hasn't said anything, why would you like yeah. confirm it? And we know the things that have happened in the past of them like not really announcing something, and then people getting angry at that they canceled something they didn't announce. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like maybe they're at a point right now where they know what they're going to do and they know where they're going to take the movies and they're ready for, maybe they told him like, yes, go ahead, tweet it out. And maybe that happened. We, we don't know. Cause they don't really talk yeah. about it. So uh, there's like a very cautious, cautious side of me. That's like, maybe don't lean into it. Like maybe wait until celebration and, you know, come out of with a gray suit or something and be like, yes, I'm making a star Wars movie. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. So this past celebration was heavily focused on the TV shows. Nothing about the movies. I think mm -hmm. London is going to be the other way. We're going to get, hopefully. We've been, we've been saying this for like three celebrations. <laughs> no, we should know already. Like, I, but, I'm optimistic. I, I'm with totally with you. But yes. there's also that side of me that's like, we're going to be here in 2030. Like, maybe we'll get a movie announcement. <laughs> I'll say it again. If it doesn't get announced this celebration, I don't see it happening. But like you said, it will be my third celebration doing this. I mean, think about the Ryan Johnson movie that's been like. Well, at least he talks about it. When they yeah, just talk about it. So. Yeah, yeah, no, but that, that's where I'm going. Like, Lucasfilm hasn't said anything, but every time they ask him, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Uh, Lauren, yeah. I'll throw it to you. Where are you at with, with this announcement? If you, yeah. if you want to call it an announcement or report, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you both brought it up. You know, he kind of, you know, he retweeted was a deadline or whoever was reporting it, and... I mean, he kind of seems like he confirmed that it's 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 happening. Now, and I totally agree with you, Alberto. I don't see this because he has obviously Deadpool three. We know he still has Stranger Things, mm -hmm. um, season five. Am I yeah, season yeah. five to finish. So I mean, he this is probably not happening for a, a bit, and that's cool. Like mm -hmm. as long as long as you know they have 
the story in place. They they know that he's going to direct it or uh, whatever the case may be. I, I just feel I, I I understand you though Odie like where it's like cautious optimism because we've how many times have we been down this road yeah. before you know and we've been I don't want to say bamboozled but we've been kind <laughs> of like led astray to like oh well don't forget about that let's do let's talk about this yeah. so you know I, I am very excited though I love I'm a big fan of Levy's work I mean obviously the Deadpool stuff has been that's it's, you know good stuff for me. You know, all Stranger Things, I think, has been fantastic. Again, of his work, I love it. Free Guy, you know, was great. Adam's Project, again, I I loved it. I mean, it wasn't like the greatest film ever, but it was fun. It was a, it was a fun movie. He did a good job with it. So I'm excited to see what he can do within the Star Wars kind of context. I, I mean, he has an eye for sci-fi, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen his work as a lot of, you know, sci-fi-based stuff. So... I think he can do a really good job with a good, you know, with a good solid script and everything. So I, I'm excited. But again, I, I kind of get where Odie comes from with the caution optimistic. And I hope I'm with both of you. I th- I'm hoping London. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hope London. Let's hope we get some type of more movie confirmation because I, I do feel like they are in a better place now. I feel mm-hmm. like they were really focused on the TV side of it. I, I really do. After they wrapped up, you know, the rise of Skywalker, I feel like their focus was, I mean, I think even before they wrapped that up, I think they kind of knew where they were going as far as, okay, we're on the streaming service. Let's get some content in there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where their focus was. Now that that's kind of like, you know, kind of evened out, they know what they're doing on that yeah. side of things. I think now is the time they're going to start doing more, you know, getting more movie announcements, things like that. So I expect, Cross fingers. Expect something in London. I I do. I expect something at least confirmation of okay these these are the movies uh, in the works. These are the directors. You know maybe we have some uh, better idea uh, come London twenty twenty four. All right. So and I I think after Acolyte, Mando season three and four. I don't know how many they're gonna do Ahsoka. I. And I, I'm pr- I'm probably wrong, but I kind of think they're gonna stop releasing like three or four live action series in a I year, mm-hmm. because we saw Andor took four years from announcement to now. Acolyte will most likely take four years. The movies are taking three to four years, which is what Catherine Kennedy came out and said a few months ago that this is a four to five year commitment doing the movies. Um, Bob Iger or the other guy at some point said that they're going to put a little stop and make sure everything gets kind of complete through pre-production before things get announced and all that stuff. So I think they're, like you said, Lauren, they now have a plan. So I think they're gonna take their time in how they're releasing everything, which mm-hmm. is what we want. We want quality content, not just give me more and more and more, even though I've been loving everything that we've been getting. It's mm-hmm. fine if we get one TV show one year and then a movie the other, whatever it works. Yeah. All right. I, and, and real quick, I mean, I think you're right though, Alberto, because I mean, think about even with Kenobi, that has been in the works for a super long time, right? I mean, we're even talking yeah, years before they even, you know, this was supposed to be, you know, I guess if you believe rumors, it's supposed to be a movie, then it got down to a series. So that takes time. And that, and I'm with you. Quality over quantity. Give me the quality every time. Yep. I mean, I think they've been, I think they've been doing 
that very well recently. I mean, the quality of obviously Andor, which we're going to talk about, the quality of Obi Wan Kenobi, the quality of Mando, Boba Fett, like it's been good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got a formula, stick with it, and then <laughs> add some movies in there for sure. The question is like, when is Kenobi season two coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Odie. <laughs> right after Book of Boba Fett season two. <laughs> hey, let's do it. <laughs> hey, I'll take one it. for you, one for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just give me Cop Vance. I want to see more of that guy. Ooh, All right. Three, man. I hope so. Yeah. All right. So let's do it. This is the reason why we're here. It's Andor. So let's do it. And if you guys are ready, let's talk about the Andor files. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Has he? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, but he's joining the fight now. What an episode. Um, I know it's Saturday. It happened, I don't know, three days ago. Everyone has said glorious things about this episode, and it's well-deserved. Acting, directing, writing. We could be talking about the first episode of the season or the 10th episode. We're just repeating ourselves. In every show we go, we're just spouting the same thing. It's the best episode yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still waiting for next week to be the when it takes a downturn. No, it's even better than before. And all oh, the writers. But Lauren, just give me your overall thoughts coming into this episode, the last one of this prison arc, and then just your overall thoughts on it before we jump into some more specifics. Yeah, again, I, heading into it, I was like, all right, Star Wars prison break. Let's go for it. Because <laughs> it was, again, we got, like you just said, Alberto, it's the the arc that we were, you know, in. We were in this arc of him in the prison. And obviously we know as fans that he gets out. So it's it was the, the journey of him getting out of that prison, how it went down. I mean, just everything in this episode, <clears throat> like you said, the writing, the directing, the acting. Mm -hmm. We say it every week. I mean, we say it on our show too, man. Every week, man, this was the best. This one's the best. This one's the best. We've been saying it for 10 weeks now. <laughs> Each episode continually to impresses me. Really, I mean, just the overall storytelling. Like, it's been really, really good. And this was really, I think, the... It was top tier. I mean, you look at any show out there i mean i really think andor you take the star wars the out of it this is a show that people can really get into it is a thriller spy mm -hmm. thriller show i mean very much obviously we know a lot of people that were involved with the americans which was a very popular show are involved with andor and you can see why because of the writing i mean it is so good i mean we had two absolutely stellar monologues in this episode not just one we had two <laughs> Two monologues that, like, you know, when people go into, like, you know, for a, uh, for an acting job, like, hey, sh you know, say a monologue for us mm -hmm. for your audition. These are two that you can take yeah. and use. I mean, let's just be real with it. Like, these are top two monologues, not of just in Star Wars, because they are, but I'm talking television for me personally. These are top monologues that mm -hmm. um, Stellan <laughs> and Andy Serkis did in, with their characters. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I mean, obviously, we'll deep talk about the prison break and how mm -hmm. that went down. But yeah, I mean, it, it delivered. It delivered in a very, very spectacular way for me. Yeah. Alti, we've been asking, how are they going to get out? It's surrounded by water. What's their plan? They just freaking jump in the water. And that was <laughs> I called it. I called it. Michael Phelps. 
That, yeah, he's waiting there. How did they get from the ship to the shore? He's going just back for everyone. You called it. I know it was the east. The most, it's there, it's water, of course, if you're on the screen. But Oti, I don't know what to ask you because, again, we've been saying it. Uh, when is this show going to fall? When is it going to take a turn on, to the left? I, I, just think we're going. In house, I think we're in House of the Dragon territory. It's not going to happen. Like, it's not. Yeah. I know. So, to, I, I, I'm going to make like a different kind of comment. Lauren, to your point, um, that this is a show that random people can just like sit down and watch. My dad's, he's, he's a Star Wars guy. My mom watches everything Star Wars, but just like for fun. She, mm -hmm. She's not like invested in Casual. the characters or anything. Yeah. But she's loving Andor. And the other day she was talking to me about Cyril Karn over breakfast. And I was like, Ooh. what is going on? <laughs> you saw that blue nail come out? She was like, like, no, she was like, no, because... If you think about it, he is the villain, but he's trying to do the right thing. I'm like, what is happening? Why are we talking about a character called Cyril Karn? <laughs> so, so that's all I want to say. I love the episode. I adored mm -hmm. the episode. Like it, the tension was there. The the acting was just out of control. Like completely out of control. Like I've said it before, but this is why you get these actors to mm -hmm. do these characters because you know these is the, these are the things that you can do. And well, I'm sure we'll talk about Andy Circus a lot, but mm -hmm. those just like faces he makes, yeah. and I sometimes see a little bit of Snoke, a little bit of Caesar, even Gollum. But my God, he's he, he's just so so good. Mm -hmm. Dude, I I saw Caesar 100 when yeah, he notices that the floor is not it's just uh what uh short circuited and he's like oh tag that was Caesar with all the HBO. oh yeah yeah and yeah. Snoke when he's talking over the intercom and it's just the voice that was Snoke I got scared but to you guys's point one of my brothers who's a huge Star Wars fans dropped out after the second episode because he just was too slow for him so <laughs> you never know but I watched it with my wife which is a casual Star Wars fan she likes it but she's not Coming to me over breakfast to talk about Kino Loy or anyone. <sighs> yes, Mo. Yes. yes. I, I think the competition is going to be very, very, very hard. Oh, it's hard. Very, this very, is the, it's one of those years where you have probably three just freaking outstanding shows. I, I, like, I, you really do. House of the Dragon, Rings I of Power. I think House of the Dragon is just going to run away with everything. <laughs> It I'm would gonna, be unfortunate, but yeah, it could. It could. I, I might. I'm gonna get run off on my own show, but I love <laughs> the acting. I love everything. We kept talking about it. I think sometimes, and I'm. I've said it before. I'm not one to critique shows and review acting because that's not my job. And I might say that something's great when it actually sucks, or vice versa. <laughs> I think sometimes as Star Wars fans, we're not used to this quality of acting. Then when we see one thing that kind of jumps out, we're this is a great thing ever, and they don't get all the awards, it's wrong. I think mm -hmm. I've seen this type of acting on other shows consistently. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they don't deserve to be nominated because it was great, but it wouldn't I mean, be surprised, like you said, there's a lot of great TV right now. This is going to be very hard for all of these shows just to see who wins. I mean, Alberto, I don't think you're wrong, but I also like would take a little bit of caution with that kind of comment because sometimes and not i'm not referring to you but sometimes some people will just dismiss great performance yeah. for example mark hamill and last for me he gave an and even uh yeah. carrie fisher gave oscar worthy performances like honestly i really think that 
And sometimes it just gets dismissed because it's just a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Come on, how good can the performances be? And like, and just pay a little bit of attention to it. So mm -hmm. I, I don't think like every single actor in this show should be nominated, but I think there are some very, very strong performances in the show. Yeah. You yeah. know why I don't take that comment like that? I'm not scared because power doesn't panic. <laughs> and that's what Andor tells Kino Lord when he's like, we gotta go. Tomorrow we gotta go. And he's like, why? What, what are we doing? They, they just fried a hundred people to keep everyone quiet. What do you call that? Power. Power doesn't panic. And from that point on, this show goes. Um, and we get another a great line from and everything here is just quotes because that's all this show is i'd rather die <laughs> trying to take them down than die giving them what they want which is mm. kind of a throwback to what luther told him on that third episode wouldn't you just mm -hmm. give your life for something with yeah. meaning or something like that <sighs> just I, I'll take that. go ahead I, quick thought did you guys watch the teaser for this episode i didn't know i missed it you, I you didn't did know. It. yes they that's did when this, they did this very interesting thing to set up that maybe um Kino was not on board with the mm -hmm. with the prison break. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what they were teasing, but I loved how they like bait and switched that. Because yeah. all the it's the same scenes, but in a different context, they work mm -hmm. differently. And yep. that helped for me with the tension going into the episode. Cause mm -hmm. I, I that first scene when we see him, he's just like you know, processing what just mm -hmm. happened. His whole worldview has just been shattered. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is he gonna like turn? They did did they trick us with the no, never more than 12? But but no, I, I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was genius uh marketing. Yeah, when he mm. goes, no one's getting out. Is he oh, getting out them or is just starting the whole thing? So yeah, yeah I hundred percent mm. agree with you, and that was the, the little clip that was shown. And we have Lauren, that great scene then when Cassian and Kino Lori get back to the bunks and then wake okay. up the next morning. First Kino kind of goes, hey, they just killed 100 people. Head down and let's figure mm -hmm. this out. And then we have mm -hmm. his first kind of talk with everyone. What were your thoughts going into what we know now is the, as the prison break, but just that setup before they go to their shift? Dude, I was pumped. <laughs> I mean, that, that speech that he gave before they're walking out. I mean, he, you could, you know, his line of like, you know, I don't know how, you know, I don't know, whatever you guys want to do, you know, but I'm playing it like I'm already dead. Yeah. I'm playing it. I got no, there, it doesn't matter. This is the chance. This is what we're doing. This is, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's going to happen how it's going to happen. Let's just do it. I was so freaking jazzed. <laughs> like I, like just again, the, the performance by Andy Circus. Again, could we be, I mean, Alberto, you could be totally right. We could be overblowing it because, you know, we're so used to maybe certain types of Star Wars acting. But when you get this guy in his facial expressions, I think, you, Odie, you talked about it. And just his blind delivery, man, you are you are like, let's freaking go. <laughs> come on, Caesar, come on, like, let's go. Like, he rallied the troops and then just him walking side by side with Andor and they kind of gave each other like a quick look. Like you were just like, all right, dude, we're in it. This, what's gonna happen? You know, like, and that was going through my head too. I'm like, okay, they're surrounded by water, just like you guys were talking about earlier. What's gonna happen? But the whole scene, the building of like getting into the room and kind of just going through their day a little bit until that new guy showed up. Mm. I mean, it was brilliant. It was. It was just brilliantly shot. 
brilliantly acted, you know, again, Andor being sneaky in the in the bathroom. Like <laughs> it was so good. It was just so, so good. Yeah. So good. So one thought I had watching this episode, I don't know if I'll the first time with second time. Do they share their bunks with the other 50 people when they go to work? The other 50 come back, then they sleep on those beds oh, and use the same feeling too. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. I had never thought about this, but yeah. this, I think that's, so. Oh, there was man, that that's one, even worse. That one shot of when they when Kino, when, I mean, I don't want to jump too too how far ahead, but mm -hmm. when he gets the, when he gets control and he does his speech, there's that shot of the night shift. Of the guy that he always worked, you know, passes yeah. by, and they're getting out of their beds, and then the doors open. It looks like a super long hallway. So I don't okay. know if they got to walk again. I don't know. You could be totally no. right, though, Alberto. But it seemed like there was like a huge hallway that maybe they had to walk through their their bugs first to get through mm -hmm. theirs. I, I don't know. That's a good. That's, that's kind of a good question. I mean, just though, like, getting their food through that tube is nasty enough, and then sharing that tube with some. Uh, oh, and you know they yeah. have, they don't have those straw <laughs> cleaners to just throw brushes. <laughs> oh man. I would oh man, just get out of there. But Oti, right. Cassia makes it back to the janky bathroom with the janky panel, <laughs> start cutting away. And like you said before, we don't know what the plan is. And we didn't know what the plan was. They don't even know what the plan is, honestly. <laughs> Nobody does, right? Right. It's, it's very true to that rogue one spirit. We'll take the first chance we yeah. get oh, and then man. the next one and the next one. Like, yep. Yep. Good call, yeah. Odie. So yeah, I was no idea why they were trying to cut that pipe. It's a water pipe just to kind of short stick with the floor, hoping that everyone gets off the floor. Genius. Uh, I you thought can. they were gonna like start a fire or something. With, with okay. Mm -hmm. One of them didn't make it. He got fried. Got the Palpatine mm. <laughs> lightning, basically. <laughs> Our friend, I, I forgot the name, the one that was helping Ando trying to escape. The first one that's climbing gets shot down. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway. They go, they do the prison break. Everyone goes nuts throwing pipes and gears that. and whatever, I just whatever you can that. grab. And it happened what Kino and Anders said. They weren't ready. The guards weren't ready for 5,000 people or just 50 just jumping into them. And just if they got one, I think Otti, maybe you said it last week. If they get one gone, they can take over. Yeah. That's basically what happened. I'm like, what? get some shoes. At least get some shoes. You know? <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't go for the shoes. I was like, no. guys, come on. <laughs> right. All right. right. But it's all about getting to the control panel. Lauren, they mm -hmm. go to this control center. Mm -hmm. There's three people there. Oh, we're going to close this, close that. We'll fix it, figure this out. But they don't get the chance. Mm -hmm. Just take me mm -hmm. to your thoughts right into Kino's speech because Andor goes, it has to be you. He knows mm -hmm. for this to work, he has to come from someone that has control of everyone else, yeah. tells everyone right. else what to do every day, like Ando tells them. And then we'll be talking about monologues. Just give me your thoughts on everything we hear from Kino Loyas is rallying the troops. Yeah. Oh, God. Let, yeah. Let, when they first get into that control panel, I mean, obviously, you love Andor and Kino just like we have control. Like, I, yeah. just stop what you're doing and then i like the one guy was like do you really and then just no look you know kino just shoots the one guy yeah. and then points the gun back <laughs> and then that guy was like all right i'll shut it down i'll shut it down <laughs> and then again it, it explains a lot too of like again how just arrogant the empire is like they thought like this could never happen mm -hmm. like no no way yeah no way we have control over this thing and again andor was totally right when he said you know power doesn't panic and what happened when they took over that control panel is that control the control room 
is those guys panicked for sure. They took mm-hmm. control of it. You know, I love Andor's line of, you know, when he's, you know, uh, told those two guys to go on program. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It was a little thing, but I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you get into Andy Serkis's speech, man. I mean, first of all, the camera shot of it's just focused on his face, man. And he's just staring right into the camera, like not even like looking left or right. Like he is dead center into that camera and just giving the all time speech of all speech and telling these guys, the prisoners, like we have control. Now is our time. Just keep climbing, you know, Mm -hmm. get to the next level, get, you know, keep going, keep going. And then his obviously the rallying cry of one way out Mm -hmm. and they're just starting chanting it. And it's just, it's empowering. And then again, even, you know, Andor had to help him a little bit because you can tell he was a little bit nervous oh. of, he didn't really know what to do maybe at first. So, you know, yeah. I mean, is, you know, he's like, my name's Keno Lloyd. I was blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and then Andor's like, like, yeah. yeah. And then he gets, right. Exactly. Otto, he, uh, Odie, he gets louder and louder and louder and more forceful. And then he gets to that crescendo of like, <laughs> no, you know, one way out. And yeah. then you just hear all the chanting. And then again, Andor encouraged him though, because at one point, like I said, he was like, you know, is that the best you got? Come on. Like yeah. you need to give, give it your all. And he just gives a hell of a speech that gets everybody like just amped up. And then you see like the montage of other people, you know, all the other, you know, floors getting together and taking over their sector and everything. It was great. And then obviously it's funny because at first I remember watching it the first time. Like they let those two guys live, but then I'm like, well, they shut down the power and they said that it was going to, it would take months to get back up anyway. So it didn't really matter if they killed him or not. Like even if they tried to get the power back on, it was going to take forever anyway. So, um, you know, it was again, even that little show of mercy by Andor though, was interesting, you know, an interesting choice. Whereas we know he is some, sometimes very merciful in (laughs) his doing. Yeah. He did show those guys mercies, and I think he knew though too. I mean, he knew that they it didn't matter; like they were they were stuck. So yeah, just great speech, great kind of just build up to them getting control of that room, and just you know again getting to that point of them jumping into the so sea, into the water. It was jumping ship, was, yeah, literally jumping ship, literally, yeah, literally, literally. Alti, we get that reminded me, Lauren, that you said that reminded me when Kino's scared to because when he starts, we're going. It's now or never. It's very similar to Bell in the Aldani uh, arc yeah. when yeah, she's afraid to start because and Sinta needs to tell her we gotta go. We got because they know once they do take that jump, it's on. All the planning, all that is out the window. Now it's real. Same thing here. Once he starts giving his speech, now it's real. There's no turning back. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great speech. Um, you said it, climb. One word is just breaking everyone's heart. Um, mm-hmm. I love that he. they said, forget. We don't need to to tell the PM crew, the afternoon crew, what we're doing. They're going to hear about this sooner or later, and they know what to do. Uh, right. Telling everyone, oh, we're not getting out of here. We'll die here, or they'll transfer us to another prison, or we'll die there. Alti, mm-hmm. your thoughts on... Kino Loy. I, I I love that scene. Um, I think Lauren just perfectly summed it all up. Mm-hmm. I love how Kino with his speech basically um sums up the themes of Star Wars. Um and that moment at the end when he's like, Hey, if you see someone confused, if you see someone yeah. lost, oh help yeah, them, help mm-hmm. them. That 
you know, I'm always looking for the small details in, yeah. in the episode. For me, that's the one I want to highlight this week because I think you could have done the same speech without that line and it works just perfectly fine. But adding that just, I don't know, it's just so true to what Star Wars is and so true of what I kind of think happens later on in the episode. <laughs> and it's just also the difference between the light side and the dark side. The dark side is so individualistic, so much about stepping over others to to get to to the high ground for lack of a better word um mm -hmm. the the Perfect. light side works together to reach those common goals to, to reach wow. those higher places and and this episode also goes into like the difference between them and us later on so i, mm -hmm. I really liked having that there yeah yeah personal sacrifice against communal sacrifice mm -hmm. um but I had something, right? Anyway, so they make it out. And then, oh, so I was going to say that little moment. If you see someone down, help them. When I connected with that, I think I said it before, my son is doing flag football. And I'm the coach of the team. Hooray. But one of the things we say, if one of your teammates falls down or one of your opponents falls down, go and help them. Because mm -hmm. you're eight years old. That's what I'm teaching you guys. If someone falls down, just help them up. It's that same thing. So that's why I connected with it. But they make it all the way out. We see in that di diagram in, the, in that control center, everyone's going to the center. Yeah. Kino Loyston just climb. We'll meet on top. Whatever happens now, we made it. And that's that connection mm -hmm. with, with Melshi. And then the sad part, I can't swim. And it's so, uh, such a commotion. There's no, there's no time to figure it out. I, what did he say? I can't swim and boom, just knocked over. We don't know what happened. Come on, there has to be one lifesaver, one life jacket in that whole facility. I know that in the Empire doesn't care about safety. There's no guard race anywhere. Come on, at least one. There has to be one. There's nobody. I still think he's somewhere. Michael Phelps is down there waiting for him, Mati. Is he I, So I loved how Andy Circus plays that. He's like almost out of breath. He's like, I can swim. And yeah. he, he, very, very low voice. Um, I, I was heartbroken by that moment. It also ties to A, Cassian's whole arc to Rogue One and what Lucan mm. talks about later on. You know, that thing about not being working for a, a sunrise that you'll never be able to, to see. But in my head canon, he made it out. Like, mm. um, Kino, what a switch with that character when yeah. we first meet him to now. And mm. I really want to think that his, his call to them to help each other is going to pay off and someone's going to help him. In my mind, he escaped. He's in Harlow <laughs> Minor on vacation forever. And I really, what I'm begging, I mean, the show's already made, so it's trivial, but <laughs> I'm begging them, don't tell us what happened to him. Don't give us a scene next week with them interrogating him or maybe him <laughs> in the shore. Like, leave it up to the imagination. Let me have my head cannon. <laughs> I like that idea. Like, let it kind of either don't tell us, or maybe tell us in like a comic or like something I, else. Like, I think it's you know, I don't that Cassian doesn't know honestly. Yeah. Right, and I maybe that that is probably a big thing for him moving forward. Is what obviously what Kino was able to accomplish is pushing him forward. So again, like I think you're right, Odie. If he doesn't know Kino's fate. Maybe that's for the best, for sure. Yep. Maybe he can just think that he's, you know, somewhere. I, I, my current headcanon is that 
hopefully he didn't get pushed down. Like, <laughs> obviously with the mob. Yeah. Maybe he's just, like, running the facility, like, controlling <laughs> it until, you know, maybe he maybe he just thinks someone will come and get them out, help them out. I don't know, you know? I mean, I, I, we'll I saw that theory and I loved it. Like, maybe he's like, okay, now I'm going to kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, can, there's plenty of pots there. There's plenty of feeding tubes. He, he can survive a couple of years there. Oh, yeah, right. so I'm hoping. I'm, again, there's nobody. Hoping he's alive. We don't need the explanation now. No, no, no. We, we don't need, need it. it. But knowing that he had a great impact in pushing Cassian to this point, to what he's going, because I keep saying here, what's going to be the point of no return for Cassian to finally join the fight? I don't know if this is it. Well, this is a step in that direction. Yeah, I think I know what it is. Well, it. you know what? Before the episode is over, you're going to tell us, because you're not going to be here for next two. Oh. So you're going to tell us. Okay. You know what? What is it? Team. Tell us right now, because we're going to yeah. What is it? It's not his mom dying. His mom is going to. I think Marva's gone, man. All right, we'll save it. I have Marva for the end. We'll, we'll go to Marva. Uh, <laughs> so we'll jump from one great scene to another. So this episode had basically two divided into two two big scenes so we had a third one in Coruscant we'll get to it at the end but Luthen and Lonnie Lonnie the ISB spy 100% shocked that we got a spy inside the ISB and it's this background ISB that's made a couple of comments here and there he just showed up out of nowhere and it's now going down to the underworld, contacting Luthen. Luthen's like, there goes my whole day. We've been there, have all these plans, <laughs> and someone calls a meeting. Now, there, there goes my day. Lauren, were you surprised by this, this turn now that we have a spy inside the ISB? And then we'll get more into, his, into Luthen's kind of second monologue of the show. But for me, it was such a surprise to see Someone that we consider the good guy, right? He's in the rebel side, doing what usually you see in the gangster movies or someone, oh, I want out. This is my last job. No, mm -hmm. you're never getting out. Mm -hmm. We see this from the good guy. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts coming? First seeing that there was a spy mm -hmm. and then that first encounter with Luthen. Yeah, I mean, it, interesting twist. I didn't see it coming as far as them having a mole in the ISB, but it kind of... Yeah, obviously, thinking on and now makes sense, right? Because mm -hmm. it seems like they were very knowledgeable, at least how Luthen has set things up, to know a little bit of the intricacies of the ISB a little bit, right? And there's no other way to have that unless you have a man in the inside. Mm -hmm. So, makes sense. I love the reveal. And like yeah. you said, you know, that, that ride up for Lonnie and him talking to him, like, on the Bluetooth or whatever. <laughs> Like it was interesting because again, Luthen's like, "This is a trap, man. You better, mm -hmm. you better tell me now." And he didn't tell him. And then you know, Lonnie is trying to explain to him, like, "Listen, this is, is I have Deidre is on your tail. You know, they're they're on to um, that other guy that they mentioned last week with Saw. Krieger. Like they they are very, you know, they are." honing in on you guys but i like luthan still not really saying that he is the one they're yeah. after which is very interesting again playing it always close to the vest with luthan but again he and i love his little line of you know the aldani was at you and luthan's like ah we were invited <laughs> and that was it's like i love again he plays it so cool 
and he plays it to the point where, again, he keeps people at certain distances, but he knows what is going on. Like he has, he has the network like just ticking at this point, it seems like. So it's very interesting. Again, having an ISB agent though, being a, a, a spy like that early on. Awesome. Like, I love it. Like I, I love that idea of it's not just something happened to him, which we don't know, but assumingly Lonnie obviously felt different and wanted to help the rebellion. You know, we've seen it with, you know, like a callus and it takes a moment for them to, to, to change. So, you know, will we find out Lonnie's moment? Probably not. But again, it's interesting to see when these characters do flip because of a moment that they start wanting to help the rebellion. But now it's even flipped to the point where he wants out. He doesn't want to do any. He doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. He, he's a father now. And that was a nice little card play by Luthen. Again, knowing who he who he's in dealings yeah. with. He knows their history, man. He doesn't do anything lightly. So, again, well-played scene up until we get to that big speech. It yeah. was good stuff. It was really good stuff. Yeah. Being a father changes you. Talking about experience, it changes you. So understand Lonnie not wanting to be part of this very dangerous game he's playing. Like Krieger said, I mean, Luthen says at one point, I think, they're talking about playing the game. Um, Oti, we've talked about, you said it here, Luthen's not a good guy. He's not a great guy. He's done a lot of bad things. We all know and everything he, I did, I did for the rebellion. And he know he knows it. He knows he, it. And we'll get I, to that point. Do you, are you surprised that he still doesn't want to take kind of ownership of old Danny? I know he's saying, oh, he's, are they no, still? No, not really. I, 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 I think he knows that the less people know, the better, even know, mm -hmm. even if they're of his, um, confidence or trust. Um, I, they made up a point yesterday in, in um, Space Waffles that I really like that he's basically saying that this is eating up his soul. Mm -hmm. And if you see a person like Saw Gerrera, I don't think he sees it as it's eating up his, his soul. I think his mm -hmm. soul is completely eaten up and he has like no remorse whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So I think there's still hope for Luthen to maybe have like a change of heart on because Star Wars is so much about yes we need to fight but how we fight is also important and you shouldn't lose your soul mm -hmm. and there's a great line in that monologue when he says like I'm fighting my enemy with my enemy's tactics or something like yeah. that that basically that's what the whole message of Star Wars is about like maybe you shouldn't do that yeah but um I. I don't know. I, I, I'm really interested to see what's gonna... I, I, I'm pretty sure Luthen is also a goner, but I'm really interested to see how he's gonna go out and if is he gonna change his ways in any way, shape, or form? Like, I don't know what you guys think about that. I don't think he's changing. I think no, that okay. monologue kind of said it. Uh, and we'll, I will jump more into it in a minute. But I'll just read it real quick. Not all of it, just the highlights. It's I made my mind a sunless place, share my dreams with the ghosts. It's been this fight for 15 years. Uh, savior to injustice without thinking about the cost, which is what you just said. He's <laughs> selling his soldiers for that cost. Yep. Burning my decency for someone else's future. And I burn my life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. I <laughs> think he's done in terms of he's not turning back. Okay. And I know people love everything that he said. And I, again, it was a great model, great actor. I said, this is not a good person. He just sacrificed. He's 50 not a role people. model, people. <laughs> no, I don't follow. He sacrificed 50 people, all of Anton Krieger's guys, mm -hmm. not to tip them off. Oh, because just the Empire will know something's wrong. 
again, I know I'm using the tactics of my enemy to fight my enemy, but like you just said, there's a difference of how we fight. And Sol Guerrera, mm -hmm. for much as I know, Mo, if you're still in the chat, I know you love Sol Guerrera. I love him too, <laughs> but he'll kill. He's a cautionary tale. Ten I love him as innocent a people tale. as long as he can kill two Imperials. At least mm -hmm. he's doing the fight. Um, I freaking Luthen is just in the background. He gets all the pieces together and sacrifices them without him doing that True. sacrifice. True. Even though he's saying that he's sacrificing everything, I see it as a very selfish sacrifice because it's mm -hmm. everything that I'm mm -hmm. doing. Yes, it's for someone else, but look at Lonnie. You couldn't help Lonnie. You're not going to help the 50 people from Krieger. You're not going to help the first couple of episodes when Mon Mothman is saying people are going to suffer. Yeah, that's the point. We, get, we want them to come harder. I know that's how you get I mean, the Empire to trip, but there's a cost to it. It's also ironic because that mindset of Luthan is very alienating, and he's mm -hmm. the one telling Saul, like, hey, maybe we should bring yeah. people into yeah. the fold, and maybe we should work together. So it's like, bro, you got to change your ways if you want people like to join up. And it also explains why, why someone like Lonnie would be like, I can't do this. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. They're both horrible. <laughs> and, yeah. and maybe how... I always go to the book um, uh, Poe Dameron Freefall. There's a moment in that book when Poe sees Leia talking, and he's like, "I don't know what I want to do, what I want to do with my life, but I know she's in in that yeah. in those plans, and I would do anything for her." So those like maybe differences, like Leia's all about the fight, but so much about how we're gonna do this, mm -hmm. and it's also like very real world, like. Um, you know, to get into politics, like some people <laughs> no, like refuse to to how do I say like support one side because they don't see it as squeaky clean. Like, mm -hmm. oh, but uh, back in the day they did this, yeah. and like, yeah, we shouldn't forget about that. But when the moment comes, you need to know which one's the right side and which one's the dark side, I guess, mm -hmm. and even if the you know the correct side did bad things like at the end of the day there's a one clear good side <laughs> to the conflict and that has to be very very clear and star wars is kind of doing that like even with rogue one they showed us these yeah. shadows of the rebellion but at mm -hmm. the end of the day they are the good guys like it, undoubtedly they are the good guys yeah. so and i'll say because i every time we talk about this show i said this is what i wanted to see from the show is Everything that re the rebels went through to get to that <laughs> point where they are, where Captain yeah. says everything I did, I did for the rebellions, uh, spies, saboteurs, all this stuff, and we're seeing it. So I criticize mm -hmm. it like it's not the right way to do it, but that's what I wanted from this show, and it's going and they're doing it in a fantabulous way. Fantabulous mm -hmm. is that a word? I love the, Hey, that's a word now. I love it. it is Mark it down. That's a word. Way. Write it down fantabulous. for your history books. <laughs> <laughs> but Laura, we'll just close this. Just your thoughts hearing this monologue come out of Luthen's voice. Again, in a Star Wars show, we're not used to this, and just crushing it. It's an interesting speech, right? Because, again, just like you guys were touching on, like it, it's powerful speech in many sense, right? Because, again, you get the sense of what Luthen has been going through for 15 years, right? And like his sacrifice of trying to do what's best for the galaxy. But you're right, Alberto. It's... It's selfish, right? It's a selfish sacrifice that he he deems what he's doing is the right thing, right? It's just, and if nobody follows it or if nobody is, again, like Lonnie, if, he, if somebody wants to get out, 
he's like, no, 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 no. You can't get out. You're way, you're into, you're in this way too deep now to get out. Mm -hmm. So he's, he is that, you know, not saw ish type of thought process where like you just, like you mentioned earlier, like he would, you know, uh, kill 10 of his men just to get the two Imperials. Like, I don't know if Luthen would go that far. I mean, I mean, maybe he can because obviously he's sacrificing 50 of his guys for the cause. But he's definitely not obviously Mon Mothma. Like, yeah. he's kind of in that really kind of in the middle of these two where he 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 does believe in the cause that he's that he's fighting for. Right? He wants to change the galaxy for the better, right? Because he sees what the Empire's doing and he's and he doesn't want it to manifest to the point where they can't change it, right? But he's not on a Saw Guerrera path of like he's doing it for selfish reasons as far as like again, Saw's doing it for what happened to his sister and like his whole past of like the Clone Wars and things like that. Like his his reasons is different than Luthen's. Obviously it's very different than my Mothma's. So it's just a very fascinating way of seeing how the rebellion eventually kind of comes together right because they they're working together but they all have their kind of different ways of doing mm -hmm. things and it takes I, obviously it takes my mothma to maybe galvanize and get everybody together to kind of be on this one simple path and i, I agree luthan i don't i think I, I don't think he makes it out of season one but we'll see, right? I mean, we'll see what happens to him. But I think, again, he's going to be a person that pushes Andor to where he gets to eventually. How that happens, or maybe just by being with Luthen at that time, it changes, obviously, Andor, especially with his experiences now. Maybe he sees what Luthen was telling him in Episode 3 a lot clearer than he did before. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, fa again, powerful speech, right, though? I mean, again, a monologue of all yeah. monologues from Stellan Skarsgård and again the shooting of it of him you know his cape flowing in the <laughs> wind like it was just it was good it was yeah. great cinematography yeah. great cinematography Star Wars capes you can't go wrong the last point right. I'll make of it it reminded now hearing you guys talk Alphabet Squadron trilogy the mm -hmm. remnants of the Imperials that what is it five, 244 whatever 242 whatever that squadron was mm -hmm. They were afraid that one of the reasons they were fighting because they thought that once the rebels took over, they were just going to kill everyone because that's what they were doing. So they're just going to take revenge on all of us. And they were shown that, no, that's not what we're doing because Mon Mothma and Leia at that point were trying to build a better republic. And I think at this point, if the rebels win with Saw Gerrera and Luthen, they wouldn't care of taking prisoners and trying right. to do something better. We'll just kill all of them. Right. So I, it's that difference, I got to say, it's just not why we're fighting, but how we're fighting. Mm -hmm. We'll see towards the end. All right, so let's wrap this up so we can jump into some Black Panther. So we go to Coruscant. We get a mm -hmm. quick seat with Mon Mothma. She's visited by Elon Musk. I mean, by Davos Caldon. <laughs> I have all this money. I can do whatever I want. I don't need to care about what other people say. And if you want my help, I'm going to bring my 14-year-old son. She's going to hang out. We're not proposing anything. It's not a withdrawal. Cute people talking. Your daughter's 13. Wink, wink. And Mon Mothman's mm -hmm. like, get the hell out of my house. Like, she should. <laughs> uh, so, Lauren, your thoughts on that? And then finish mm -hmm. up with, we have a very short scene on Ferrix 
We have Sinta uh, and also an ISB agent, both kind of keeping their eye on on Mama Andor, on mm -hmm. Marva. Your quick thoughts on those two scenes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, real quick on the Marva, because I, I think there's a little more juicy in the in the Mamathma stuff. But sure. yeah, again, interesting with Marva. She's not taking her meds. She is just letting whatever oh, happens happen to her. Like she is full blown, like I'm ready to die for whatever is about to happen. Because she feels, it sounds like, that she feels like a rebellion, a, re a rebellion mm -hmm. is going to happen on um Ferrick's. and yeah. she's probably right because i feel like these last two episodes are going to culminate to a Ferrick's type um uprising for sure but again cinta again you get that quick scene of cinta watching and listening and then you get the isb so like do they does the cinta know that isb knows that like who does, does does she realize that they're watching her as well or does even the isb realize that cinta is somebody that's like kind of lurking and watching what's going on over there too. So again, two different, two different sides of the coin, you know, the, yeah. the ISB using Marva as a tool as well as a rebellion for two various different reasons, right? Well, almost two various reasons, but they both want Andor like out of the game. So again, it's very interesting what's going to happen. And yeah, uh, Marva, I, uh, I I'm not I'm scared. I'm definitely scared for her, but I think again that will be a scene, a moment that will push and or further into his you know character that we see in in Rogue One in Rogue One and again getting into season two. Uh, and then real quick on Mon Mothma. Whew, again, Genevieve <laughs> O'Reilly. God can she act. She's so good at Mon Mothma. And you know that the the back and forth with her. And that that other character, I don't know. Sleaze ball. Yeah. <laughs> Sleaze ball is what I'm going to call it. But again, just it, it was a very, I know people have said like it was a Game of Thrones ish type of scene in Star Wars, it which it was. I mean, you know, hey, let's join houses. That's <laughs> kind of what he was wanting to do. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want your money. I just want to be connected to you in a very like, Medial way of again benefiting from your name and everything like mm -hmm. that, and again, my mother did the right thing of like get the hell out of my house. But then that that you know uh, him saying you know well you can think on it, and she's like I'm not thinking on it. And then his last line of that's the first untrue thing you said because she has to. Yeah, she is in unfortunately way too deep to totally disregard what he is proposing as she should though. Like yeah. that shouldn't even be on the table, <laughs> but because of the situation they're in, she kind of has to think about it a little bit. And it's going to be fascinating to see again, how that plays out. Cause again, we, I talked about both. I talked with both of you guys on my show about again, mom, Mothma, we know where she gets to and rebels like season three, season four, where they, you know, the ghost crew saves her and all that. And there's no parent and no, you know, daughter. So like, is this kind of how she maybe saves her daughter and gets her kind of out of course on and out of this harm's way by doing this kind of traditional <laughs> marriage thing? I don't know, man. It's very interesting to see what she plays and how she plays this because she needs to move that money mm -hmm. or she's going to be in trouble, right? I, we know yeah. and she knows that. So it's going to be fascinating. I mean, the, the, the Mothma... 
you know, uh, saga of intrigue for me continues for sure. I, yeah, Lauren, we we spoke about it, but is this gonna be like what gets us to that parent confrontation finally? Mm, I think like, you're right. Yeah. She gonna bring this up, and parents gonna be like, because parent is of course like he's just such a dick. But <laughs> like, how is he gonna take this when? Mothma all of a sudden goes like, yeah, well, we're gonna patrol her to this guy. He's gonna be like, what? Right. <laughs> what is Aaron has to know. Aaron has to know him, right? Because, I mean, he probably knows the name if yeah, he's from you know, Chandrilla. He said, he said that right. he's talked to Perrin a few times. Why is it the yeah. other way? What is Perrin already knows the, about this mm. betrothal and he's pushing it? Ooh, and Alberto, I like, like that. What, what are you saying? Oh, and I like that, Alberto. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. She, a lot. She, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. Oh, what are your thoughts on it? And then uh, also, yeah, no, this no, and no, no, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I, I like the scene. I don't. I have no idea where that's going, honestly, because we know Mothma. This is not something we associate with her doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all bets are off, I guess. I like. I, I truly, truly don't know where this is gonna go. Yeah. It uh, was I'm dying tricky. to know. I I said it constantly. I'm dying to know how Mothma's story is gonna wrap up this season because yeah. yeah, the whole introduction of her family is basically a curveball for all of us. Like, because we know they're not there in Rebels. Maybe they're hiding. Maybe they're in a safe house. But we have no mm -hmm. idea what's gonna happen with them. Mm -hmm. oh, I know they're with Kinoloi. They're with Kino. Yeah, training him on swimming. Um, all right, Oti. <laughs> Let us know. You said your big idea that was going to push Ando is more of a kind of kicking it. Is she dying of natural causes? We're getting some inklings. She's not taking medicines. She's going down with the fight. He's going, she's going to barge into the Imperial building with two guns, shooting everyone. When she's about to die, she's going to take off the jacket and be like, so long, suckers. John Wick style, just taking everyone. John Wick four. Gonna go John Wick like. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Precisely that. He's on Petunia, like. <laughs> and she's like all old people not wanting to take their medicines. They know what's best. They know their body. I don't. Again, I don't want her to just die fighting that cause. If she dies of whatever illness she has, and is able to talk to Cassian and kind of push him. For the for the mm -hmm. cause, then Cassian goes in guns blazing. There you <laughs> go. Right. I'll, just to finish, I'll say I could have done without the Frederick scene. I don't think it oh, added anything. That's fair. That's fair. Setting up that we're gonna be there. Next yeah. Episode. Yeah. They could yeah. have done anyway. They could have done that at the beginning of next episode. Yeah. But again, yeah. it's all right. I get you, all though, right. Alberto. Yeah, I get you. As we move on from Andor, Oti, some final thoughts on the chat before we move out. Oh my God, Patreon. Okay, wait. <laughs> so you've been taking your medicine, Oti. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> so okay, uh, Fiona was terrific. Yeah, she is. Uh, <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, comparing the, the same to Game yeah. of Thrones, down with Perrin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding out hope with Perrin. I I hate him, but I, I hope mm -hmm. I don't hate him by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he need, he need 25% finder's fee. Yeah. Nick, you're probably I, not wrong, man. I love Unfortunately, that. you're probably I, not I, wrong. I, I kind of also see Perrin, like, when she tells him, going, like, 
a wedding? And so right. like planning yeah. everything. Like, like, it was yeah, this, this wedding there. planning book, this mm-hmm. big binder. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so <laughs> two more episodes of Andor. Uh, we already know this, of course, a season two coming out, but we have no idea how this is going to end. So very, very excited for what's coming. Didn't get a lot of Dedra, which I guess where I always say Dedra, but I guess it's Dedra. It's Dedra. Um, yeah, the, everyone's saying Dedra now. Go back. Yeah, everyone's saying Dedra. Dedra. We'll keep it. We'll keep Dedra. We'll keep it here. Same as Marquion, Marquion, Ro, we don't know. This is Leah. <laughs> no, no, we don't go there. Han. This is Leah. All right. So we come to the point. So our other segment, we talk about you something else. That's not a galaxy far, far away. It's a little bit closer, maybe. Country far, far away. Country, <laughs> but it's called a world between fandoms. Again, apologize for the loud, tardy noise. But all right, <laughs> ten minutes. We can do it. We'll take ten minutes. And we'll do a spoiler review of Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. So everyone on the chat, first off, thanks for joining us. Great. As always, you guys were there with your questions and your comments. If you haven't seen Black Panther 2, say your goodbyes now. Come back after you've watched it. I'll clip out this part and just put it on our War Between Fandoms kind of segment on the channel. Everyone's leaving. <laughs> Mo all hasn't right. seen it. Andrew hasn't seen it. I hope you guys like it. Please go watch it. It's really yes. good. Yes. All right. Yes, go watch it. And then very, come back. And very, very listen good. and give thumbs up to the video when you see it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oti, you've said, you've been on Twitter saying you made your MCU ranking. You liked Black Panther. You didn't connect to it as much as a lot of other people did. You got to watch Black Panther 2 on Wednesday. Seems that you really enjoy this I movie. Really like Just go, give me, give me your thoughts it's on in, it. It's in my top ten MCU movies. It's, <laughs> I think it's number ten. I, I can't remember right now, but I really liked it. I, I was very pleasantly surprised because, as you mentioned, I did not connect that much with the first. I, I really like it. I think it's a great movie, but it's not a movie that I, when I want to watch a Marvel movie, it's not like one of the those movies I go to. Like I know so many people go to that movie, but I I really don't. So I was excited for this one because the trailers looked amazing, mm-hmm. and I was so curious. Like, what is this movie gonna be like? Yeah, like what what's know. gonna happen? <laughs> um, and my God, it, it was great. Like, um, I, I don't know if you noticed, Alberto. It was uh, there was a lot of scenes filmed in Puerto Rico. Like, a, a I didn't know till you tweeted it out, and then I saw a report from one of the newspapers, Primera Hora, saying. Same so thing. The, that a lot of things were shot there. The scenes in Haiti, the scenes in, um, I think it's Guatemala where they go. Yeah, you can't remember those the, the the thing with the hacienda that's in Carolina. So <gasps> the, the, my hometown. Yeah, Ooh, Carolina. Carolina. Dude, don't start. <laughs> We've had this conversation. We had this conversation before. Don't start. Uh, okay, so so yeah, that that was like a plus for me. But I, I'll just say it. I have beef with Letitia right? Like I I'm was Mm -hmm. very upset with the whole vaccination thing and Mm. i I was like you know we're in spoilers so i was bracing for she getting the mantle that said she was outstanding in the movie (laughs) she was great and she was great in the the first black panther by the way Mm -hmm. so but seeing her arc like it's basically a coming of age she she's Mm -hmm. this kid that still wants to be a kid just wants to be in the lab and all of a sudden 
you have to run a whole kingdom <laughs> and <laughs> it's she was just fantastic in, in the movie and I, I was really engaged with her arc um angela bassett just gave a oh. powerhouse performance like oh my goodness that scene with okoye when she fires her we're talking about monologues we've been talking about monologues all day uh, very one. similar to Luther, oh, by the way. Oh. Like, <laughs> what have I sacrificed? Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you what I have sacrificed. Yeah. Um, and um, the whole Namor introduction, I I really liked um, how they brought him in, and the whole colonialism aspect yes. of it all really hit home for me. I've I've seen critics like talk about like, oh, he wasn't as uh, compelling as um, Killmonger, maybe a little work on like. Uh, as a person living in a colony, like that hit really home for me. So mm -hmm. I, I was very, very, very happy with um, that character. So uh, I don't know. I'll probably bounce off what you guys say, but I a plus for me, definitely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my when it, I love the first Black Panther movie. Black Panther is my son's. At least when it came out, was my son's favorite movie, favorite superhero. He <laughs> didn't want to go to this one. He's kind of changed a little bit. No, but no. I watched that first movie a lot of times, and I've sat here 20 times or even more. Becoming a father changes you, and now that's why I gravitate to a lot in terms of connecting with movies. So the first Black Panther is a lot of T'Challa and his father and going through all that, and of course with Killmonger, his dad, and all that. So to me, that was what I connected to. And this movie was similar, but at the same time, it was how you grieve with the passing of your loved ones, some people grieve differently, how they deal with it. It was a love letter, not to T'Challa, but to Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. You knew as soon, every time they mentioned T'Challa, the image of your yeah. mind was Chadwick. Mm -hmm. And that mural, even though we saw it on the trailer, every time they mentioned him, I'm like, okay, here comes the waterworks. I was able to hold it. Till yeah, the, I didn't cry, but it, no, it, it when was it, powerful. When it came to the, post-credit scene, which eh, that's not a post-credit scene. It's right. It's Dakota. <laughs> I, I, I went like, ah. when he said the name, my son is Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Mm. I lost it. I like, <laughs> I love you. Nothing better happened to you, son. This is how the but, camera lingers on, on the t-shirt. Just Yeah. Mm. That's, again, that's also the, on the trailer and I, I was heartbroken. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's the way they did it because like you said, not just running a whole country, it's changing whole, her whole perspective. She's technological. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do well with traditions and she has to fall into traditions to be able to connect and all this and to be able to accept her brother's death, which is comes with the, he's not gone. His son is here honoring him with the same name and still with the heritage. So all of that worked great. Tenoch Huerta as Namor, come on. Mm. Come on, dude. Yeah, we're all Latinos. You know I'm going to love him, but he deserved it. Uh, mm. Talocan was great. Uh, the little shark teeth, everything. Yeah, that's um, cool. I went to the bathroom and missed one part where he's talking with uh, Shuri back in Talocan, but mm. I love, I really enjoy this movie. I think I like the first one more, but it doesn't take away from this. Uh, but yeah. That scene when Angelica Houston is just first with the United Nations, just going through <laughs> everything. And oh, dude, just give me everything yeah. with, uh, I forgot the name. What's their, ah, their, the Warriors there. Oh, the Dora okay. Milaje? Oh, Dora yeah. Milaje. Just give me Dora everything Milaje. with Dora Milaje. They're the best. Oh, God, they're so and cool. Okoye, every time she's on, on screen, she takes so over. Good. She's so great. 
everything so, with them. I love in the first Black Panther, the car chasing in South Korea, wherever they are. I love the car chase here and the fight. And the bridge. The fight oh, on the bridge. Cool. That was phenomenal. great. I said here on our solo um, trivia, um, Hammerhead Sharks are my favorite shark. Ote didn't care for my comment, but they kick ass again here. I don't know the name of the character. He has a hammerhead uh, skull no. helmet, and that fight on the bridge with Okoye was just phenomenal. Great. Mm -hmm. So I love this movie. I loved a lot of it. I didn't get as emotional as I thought because it kept cutting that right as I was getting there, but the ending got to me. Yeah. Lauren, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, powerful. I mean, those first 10 minutes, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it hits. I mean, it hits and it hits hard. You know, I mean, you we 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 don't obviously see, but we know, you know, uh, that that the character of T'Challa is sick. Suri is trying to figure out how to help him by trying to make a, you know, uh, synthesize uh, uh, heart-shaped herb. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she fails. So you can already, that that arc, and I, Odie, I'm so with you. I have my gripes with her personally yeah. mm -hmm. on her views on some stuff, which again, she can have her views. That's fine. I'm Again, I'm just not a fan of them. And I was a little slightly worried. I, I was. I was with you, Odie, as far as okay, I, I gotta put that out of my mind and just focus on her, the actor, the character of Suri. And she nailed it. She mm -hmm. did. She, no. I I can't express how much she just absolutely nailed this movie. Cause she had to run the mantle pretty much. Like it was up to her. Mm -hmm. I mean, because obviously through you know. The, the queen, uh, you know, again, we're in spoilers territory. Territory, The queen dies. That was unexpected for mm. me. I did not see that coming. So for her character to lose her brother and then a year almost later to lose her mother. And she already lost her father, as yeah. we know previously. I mean, how much can one character go through? So... Again, that scene of her going to the ancestry plane and then Killmonger shows yeah, out up. of nowhere. Oh my god, I was like, <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Because I, it, I remember the rumors, it, and when yeah. that happened, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. This, it was, it was brilliant because again, how she was feeling, it made sense for him right. to show up in that moment, right? Like it just it completely and made total sense. And again, her creating that herb because of what Namor gave her, you know, mm -hmm. because of what saved his mom and the bracelet and the fibers obviously connect with the vibranium that's underwater was brilliant. Again, I, 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 I you saw that kind of coming though. Once you knew what saved his mom and they saw the bracelet, yeah. you put two yeah. and two together and you knew Suri mm -hmm. would kind of connect it and make a, a herb and she would become the, the new black Panther, which was great. I love the suit looks great. She looks <laughs> great. Oh, I loved all that. Amazing. The fight scene was great. But yeah, I mean, speaking of Namor, again, how they say it in the movie, Namor yeah, instead no of Namor. I loved yeah. it. I love the meaning behind that. Yeah. Again, Tola Khan was gorgeous. I can't yeah. wait to go back there. And he his character is fascinating because, again, I don't think he's a villain, so to speak, right? He's a guy that was just trying to save the people that he cared about, the, 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 the world, the, you know, everything that kind of hit the child's dad, 
T'Chaka was doing with Wakanda, right? He wanted to keep mm-hmm. them away from the outside world. And that's what Namor was trying to do as well. So you understand how Shuri kind of connected with him in that sense, you know? But then again, she gets to the point of, you know, he attacks Wakanda, he kills his mother, you know, she he kills her mother, the queen, and she loses it. And again, you, you start with phase four with WandaVision and grief, and you end it with grief with mm-hmm. Black Kanda, Wakanda forever. It's a beautiful, again, how they did this phase four of grief and what people were going through. And it makes sense because people, again, we went through it, you know, the end game was a huge event. It, it it rattled a lot of people, right? And it and it had a lot of ripple effects with grief and everything like that. People had losses. So for this whole phase to kind of go through that, but then specifically this movie with the loss of Chadwick Boseman and just God, that that whole you know funeral scene was beautiful. The casket with yeah. the arm, and I just that again, those first 10 minutes. I I was just again I didn't cry either but man I was just like God this is hitting me in a very emotional way mm-hmm. and then again that speech by the Queen at, at the U, at the UN beautiful I mean and then for them to show they had restraint and capturing the people that were trying to steal the vibranium and not killing them I just it was just yeah. Chef's kiss all the way around yeah. I love this movie I want to go see it again I want I probably will go see it again. And it's it's up there as far as Marvel movies for me. Now, again, I love the first Black Panther 2 a lot as you did Alberto. And I it's hard it's kind of hard for yeah. me to say this one was better than that because I think you're we're talking kind of two different things almost where, you know, obviously we had T'Challa in the first movie and you had, you know, this sense of just amazing performances in that first movie and just the the cultural significance of it. And then you look at this movie, and again, you, the loss of that of, of Chadwick was felt, but they did such a good job with it. Again, that ending you talked about, Alberto, with the sun and everything like that was beautifully wrapped up. I loved it. it. It's almost like it was a sequel, but it was also not a sequel. It's hard, you know what I, I yeah. don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was it was a beautiful movie, though a film. And it just so happened to be a Marvel movie. Honestly, like that that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And that's not like a slight. It, it's a great yeah. movie. And it's up there for me as far as Marvel. Like I loved it. And I, I can't wait to go see it again. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's they had a very hard job to do with this movie. <laughs> not just following Black Panther, which like you said, just culturally the impact that it had mm-hmm. for the African American community cannot be understated. So mm-hmm. it's following that in itself was a challenge. But then losing your star, your protagonist, someone that everyone loved as a person, actor, everything. And I think for that challenge that we, okay, not to compare, but Rise of Skywalker, they had to deal with the loss of Carrie Fisher, and they went two different ways. Mm -hmm. Recast, and a lot of people I've saw online, oh, they should recast Black Panther because what this character means to to the culture. But they decided to go the other way. And I love, like you said, Lauren, the first 10 minutes, they just go straight into it and mm-hmm. just go head on uh so just to finish up unless you guys have any final thoughts Otto, do you think they did the right thing by continuing this story without t'challa and then just moving the mantle of black panther or should yeah. they have recast it and jump yeah. with the original idea no no i i totally agree they i think they they it was a ballsy move because you know marketing and everything t'challa but i i completely agree with them i 
Again, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this in the podcast. I don't love what they did with Leia and Rise of Skywalker. Not because I thought it was disrespectful. It just really took me out of it because I knew what happened. I knew yeah. that wasn't her. So, and I think like JJ and team did the absolute best thing they could do with okay. that. So it's two different approaches. I don't know which one's right or which was wrong. I, you know, that's yeah. it's up to the, the creators. And I'm impressed how this movie turned out because if you think about it, they didn't make the movie they want to make. Yeah. They move. They made mm-hmm. the movie they were forced to make because, yeah. you know, life happens and you can't do anything yeah. about it. So, and uh, I forgot to mention that Killmonger scene, but I'm a sucker for characters having the worst thing that can happen to them happen. And in that moment, seeing Killmonger there is the worst yeah. thing that could have yeah. happened to her. So, and just um, Michael B. Jordan just stealing. <laughs> As always. I know, because right? Because he's right. just yeah. insanely good. I, yeah. It was a recent, real, and to wrap it all up, Alberto, and I apologize. Real quick, so I I was watching, it might have been New Rock Stars, but there is a podcast that they were mentioning that talks about uh, this movie and it's um, the creators. And I guess Ryan Coogler did mention that, you know, the original kind of idea yeah. for this movie was very similar to what they have. Obviously very different. And I can see that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that's what I was just going to say. I could see where this would be still where they went, obviously maybe in a different way. But I think the overall arc of, like, grief and things like that, I think would have been still the the focus of the second movie but i again they just had to do it in a very 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 different way and i think they did it to the best of their abilities i think what they did as far as not recasting i think that was a good move i really do i think how they tributed it everything to chadwick was amazing and again just like you said alberto to have the name t'challa still in the mcu and just be his son it works. Like, okay, you just let the kid grow up. He'll be the next Black Panther, named T'Challa. It works out beautifully. And I think that was a really, again, smart move on their, on their part. Yeah. All right. And with that, we'll wrap it up for our Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever spoiler review. Our first movie review for something that's not Star Wars or a TV show. So, <laughs> yay, everyone. All right. So I want to thank, as always, Oti. Thank you also, Lauren, for being here. Everyone in the chat, you're great. Nothing Surprising, because you're always great. But Lauren, <laughs> we'll start with you. Where can people find you? Again, first, thanks for having me on your show, Anoti, a, a few weeks ago. But where can people mm-hmm. find you? Yeah, again, thank me, uh, thank you for having me on. And I'm glad I got you guys both on my show as well. Uh, but yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter uh, for the, uh, I guess, for foreseeable <laughs> future until something yeah. better comes along. Uh, you can follow me there, I at Loro Knows, and you can follow the podcast there as well, the Galactic Podcast at the Galactic Pod as well on Twitter, and then also Geek Broadcast. Uh, I'll give you an exclusive. We are coming back. Oh yeah, uh, there you go. And uh, maybe in a couple weeks or with uh, definitely next year. So yeah, uh, at Geek Broads uh, Pod is our Twitter handle. I think I can't remember because I haven't <laughs> used it in a long time. But Geek Broadcast, uh, we are coming back as well. So that's where you can uh, find me and all the good stuff I do. All right. Oti, you won't be here for the next two weeks. We will see you again for Star Wars Trivia Finale, December 10th in four weeks. We'll be here. we got to finish up the questions and all that. But we'll have it ready. Just say, where can people find you? I'm here 
every Saturday except for the next two Saturdays. <laughs> but you can find me over at Twitter and Instagram at whatever it says down here, Epe Star Wars. Uh, Alberto leaves the link down below. And yeah. All right. So thank you again, Oti. Thank you, Lauren. We'll see you guys next week with our guest. Oti's friend will be here replacing him. We'll have fun, <laughs> I'm sure. Can't wait for the it. The wild man. Yes. And then we'll be here. Uh, stay safe. The flu is out there. I don't know. Get vaccinated. Get your shots, people. Yeah, it's just stay safe. Be safe. And may the force be with you.